0: The key to success on the field and in your backyard is a comprehensive game plan. So if you're building a fence or a deck this year, trust a Turkstra coach to design, quote, or order the right materials for your project. Visit a Turkstra lumber near you to learn more.
1: From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is a Coach O Show with Luke Tasker last episode of the regular season for the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. We're rolling into Ottawa this weekend, coming off of the victory against Ottawa at home at Tim Horton's Field, and the playoffs are locked in. Hamilton will be at Montreal Sunday, November 6th at 1 p.m., but not quite yet. One last game to play here. Coach, to start, just congratulations on solidifying your uh, playoff spot.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks, Luke. No, it's obviously a great feeling, something that we've uh, worked hard for and battled and Uh, grinded and uh congratulations to you guys too we get to keep this thing rolling
1: that's right more episodes to come Uh, uh looking forward to it and uh we'll uh we'll talk after after the regular season is finally finished and leading into the playoffs and get ready for all of that but uh Coach, at this point in the season, you, you you know, not a year free of adversity or hardship, hard times, and most seasons are not, but your team certainly had their fair share of injuries and uh, and uh, early struggles, and now you've won four out of the last five games. I mean, you got. do you feel good about the level of play at this point?
0: Well, I feel good about the direction we're trending. Um, you know, our best works, they're going to have to be ahead of us. Uh, mm. What we've done so far is, good enough to put us in this position. Uh, just super proud of everybody um, for staying the course, sticking together, um, staying together um, during, you know, unreal adversity. And, it, you know, and it's just, I'm just excited for the opportunity to win a championship. And, you know, every year there's three teams that, uh, uh, don't, aren't afforded that opportunity. And the goal is always not to be one. And so, once you get into tournament, uh, so to speak, uh, anything can happen and uh, uh, just excited for that, for that opportunity.
1: As a player or coach, have you ever won as the third place team? Mm, good question. Yeah, sorry to put you uh, on the spot there.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's it's fair question. As a player, I'm trying to think, so the ones as a player, no, we finished up top with the bye or not and then... Uh, As a coach, we played the semifinal game, but we were at home against Edmonton when I was in Toronto in 12. And then, you know, I think all of our runs, even with you, Luke, I don't ever remember being uh, in that spot.
1: So great time to start. There you go. I love it. And certainly been uh, certainly been done before by third place teams. But exciting. You said you're trending in the right direction. And there are certainly some things to like. And we'll get into some of the good about the Ottawa victory. What are you still waiting on from your team? Where what uh, what what do they still need to get to as far as on-field performance that you haven't seen yet from from the 2022 team?
0: I'd just say consistency. In you know we're we're getting more consistent in three phases. Uh, I would say at those points in the game where you have a chance to go up by two scores, uh, mainly you know those type of things specifically maybe up 17. Uh, the reason I say that is two touchdowns, two extra points, puts you at 16. When you have those opportunities to do that and really get up and change the complexion of a game, that part uh, we would like to do more consistent. Uh, what I am very proud of, though, is you know we're finding a way to win the close games, mm-hmm. and some might refer to that as finishing, um, but we're finding a way to play a little bit more consistent down the stretch and make timely plays consistently. Um, But you'd like to be able to separate yourself when those it does. Every game isn't going to present itself like that. Sometimes you're going to have to win it by, you know, a low baseball score by just a few points. And but there are some opportunities sometimes in a game where you have the opportunity to go up by those two scores. And I think you need to capitalize on that.
1: Yeah, the the thing that's changed to me about this team. As far as their progression, like a journey from preseason until now, on 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 the edge of the pl- of playoffs, is we've said this in the broadcast. It seemed like to get a win early on when you when we were struggling for that first win, it had to, it had to be perfect. I mean, everybody had to be right in the right spot at the right time. And you specifically now you look at this last Ottawa game, Calgary and Sask. Not perfect games by any means, but you beat some good teams. I mean, Ottawa's playing. Pretty good football, even though they're they don't have wins to show it. Calgary certainly uh, is a good is a good team, and you guys found found ways to do that while not playing uh, perfectly. Do you recognize that same progression with this team? I do. There's a little
0: bit more room for error, and that's you know it, it usually proves favorable when you take the ball away, mm-hmm. and when when you can do that, you know you can offset some mistakes. But when you make mistakes and you don't take the ball away, uh it just usually doesn't turn out favorable, but then there's, you know, that unconquerable will to win. There's, I don't know where that measures up in analytics, but there's, there's something to be said for that. And then, you know, obviously football is a physical sport. So when you show up physical and you have a, you know, like I just referred to in like an unconquerable, you know, desire to win um, sometimes you can offset uh, Hmm. some physical mistakes out there. Um, You know, we we there's just every football game you know we're coaches we're never satisfied but i think the most critical stat in analytics is winning and we're finding a way to win
1: does your team have that desire to win more so than other teams you've been a part of like you know separate the stats and the offensive production take all take all that the skill away is there something unique about this team as far as that desire to win
0: uh, I wouldn't say more so or not. I just think every team finds it in different ways. You know, I would I would say with your teams, Luke, when you were here, there was just a level of expectation from the beginning of looking left and right and not letting those people down. Mm-hmm. You know, be, despite what the coaches may say, you were like, ah, dang, I, I'm letting my, my teammates down. And mm-hmm. every team finds that at different points, you know, and at first, everybody's just trying to make the team and and trying to feed their family and you know it's you kind of can't help but look after yourself and i'm not making my plays and you get a lot of i words and all of a sudden you're like wait a minute losing's not fun and you kind of you know your team's kind of already had that Uh, Mm -hmm. even though we didn't have great starts it was about okay let's get our you know what together
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and let's let's everybody let's do a little bit extra and i think every team finds it at different points so I wouldn't say that this team has it anymore. I'm saying we found it.
1: Yeah the uh, the veterans. As I think through that, the your the group of of uh, experienced guys that you have this year. Do you, is it a top down thing? Or do you, can you give some of that credit to those older guys for that for this team having found that that you know sort of sort of will to win in these games?
0: Well, if I'm being completely transparent, uh, the majority of our leaders are on the sixth game, and you know when you. <laughs> You know, when you struggle early, when you have, uh, you know, the challenges at quarterback, who was a captain, you have Chris Van Zyle who you can't replace that experience. You have Simone Lawrence on the sixth game. You have Siante Evans on the sixth game. Um, you lose a Nick Cross. You lose a Curtis Newton, um, a lot, Braylon Addison. These people that have been there before didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So where does that leadership come from? And I think this team had to find different leaders, because it's hard to lead from the side and from the back. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier to lead out front. And when you can't be out front, um, there's something about presence, right? Um, You're just easy to reference because we do this show. And, you know, I just, you know, that's what I just appreciated. It's like, when I looked at you as a leader, it was the presence you brought. And that could have just been in a huddle that nobody saw. Not because of what you said. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's not It's just being there, knowing that you've been there before, Um, you know, you looking at Speedy saying now or you looking at Jalen Saunders saying Mm -hmm. that's enough. And it was well received. Mm -hmm. You can't just get that. Unless you've been there. And so um, circling back to your original comment, I just think we had to find different, quote unquote, leaders. And that just doesn't happen because you stand up in a room and or because you have a meeting and say you're the guy. Mm
1: hmm. That's great. I I remember one of the things that we talked about a lot in 2019, uh, your first year as a head coach, is that, you know, you don't need 60 leaders out there. You need like 58 great followers, you know, (laughs) and and I think and and (laughs) well, it's a stranger to everyone. So I so I might as well tell the story, but I'm I'm at a soccer practice with my son the other day and I a kids, you know, misbehaving and they're young kids. My kids misbehave sometimes, you know, he just wasn't 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 doing what the coach was saying. And the parents saying, "Hey, get in there! You got to be a leader. You got to be a leader." And Coach O came to my head, and I'm thinking, "No, he doesn't. He needs to be a follower right now." Like there's already a leader out there, and he's not following. You know, and it's just it's true for adults and grown men in football too. And and you know, a a great a great leader sometimes that just develops into a good a good uh, mentality. And it certainly seemed that way. You've got young guys. Tim White had a breakout season if you want to say that and even Seth small i mean you got young guys who are making real impacts in the game and so it's a development man your 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 team has your team has all of a sudden found a way to win games and and that just wasn't the story of the first half of the season
0: no it wasn't and it you know it takes time and uh, there's there's not anything to blame it's just trust it's hard to lead without trust there's just so many things we could do a half hour show on that mm-hmm. but you just trust takes time It's you, you know, and and sometimes trust has been broken by a lack of work ethic. So now all of a sudden that person wants to lead and people are like, you know, come on now. Like, I hear you, but I don't feel you. And it's not a personal malicious thing. It's just like you have to have already walked the walk to embody it. And then, you know, some people are just innately quiet. So it's taken us a little while. We definitely haven't arrived. And that's what's exciting. This isn't the best football team. This isn't the best we can be. Um, I, that's why I said I like the way we're trending. Got a lot of work to do, and I think everybody would recognize that. Um, but again, there's nothing wrong with saying that we're excited at the um, the opportunity to win a championship in
1: 2022. Yeah. Uh, this last weekend, obviously, it wasn't just your win. The Stars sort of aligned across the league, and Sask lost to Calgary uh, on Saturday, and Week 20 went exactly like Ticat fans had planned it. It's just what you want. And so what that leaves you with is one, uh, you know, air quotes, meaningless game as far as the playoff situation is, uh, is concerned. And so uh, as your as a coaching staff, do you turn the page to Montreal right now?
0: Yeah, uh, it, we, we've talked about that today. And the answer is no. And that's not because that's what you're supposed to say. Like we ha- we have an opponent ahead of us. We still need to prepare like it's a meaningful game. And go out there. You can't play scared. We're not going to be able to rest everybody. This isn't, you know, everybody on the practice roster gets to play, and everybody else sits down. It's you know, we're not afforded that that type of luxury. Um, yes, you don't want you hope there wouldn't be any injuries, but you hope the same thing in the preseason. And I, I say this every year, and I, I still echo it. It's if you play somebody, and if you play a veteran in the preseason, and he gets hurt, you get asked why. And then if you don't play him and he's rusty in game 1, you say he should have played in the preseason game. So, you can't play scared. You can do smart and you can do it, but at the end of the day, it's a physical game. We've seen just as I mean, you know, let's use you again, Luke. Day 3, hamstring decided to act up on you, mm-hmm. and out you went. It had nothing to do with the game, had nothing to do with you being out of shape. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things that happen, and it, it you you just have to go about your business in the process the same.
1: Yep. Didn't, didn't travel to, uh, to Vancouver that year. My favorite, uh, my favorite, uh, city, favorite place to play and hamstrings, hamstrings will come up when you don't at least, uh, least expected. That's the, that's the way it goes. I the, remember uh, that. Yep. The, uh, as far as, uh, game planning, is it sort of an opportunity to sort of like, you know, work on things, I guess I sound strange, strange word for the last game of the season, but almost like a preseason game. Do you sort of test some things out in, in a game plan sense? Uh,
0: I would say that there would be uh, a small percentage of that that may go into it. But other than that, you're going to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to go out there and reinvent things and ask these players to do a True. bunch of things they haven't done before. But to say that you wouldn't try something out that a uh, thought in the back of the mind would be a little bit misleading also. So uh, there'll be a there'll be a small percentage of that. But other than that, uh, the tie Cats will be recognizable.
1: Mm. Yeah, <laughs> very good. The. uh, uh for some of your young players and of course you're like you said you're not going to do a full you know platoon exchange here and get and it's not going to it's going to be recognizable but for some young guys this is surely uh kind of a, a big game for them on a personal level a chance to maybe try out or get on the field for what could be the first time this season and um sort of a, a, a try out not for playoffs but for next year what do you how do you prepare those guys for a game like this
0: just to be be prepared Mm. right to be prepared to be as in shape as they can you know and like i said unfortunately you know everybody that deserves an opportunity that's been in the waiting room is not going to get that opportunity there is a there is a salary cap there is a whole nother side to it that we don't need to get into on this show but it's it's just not as easy as saying hey thanks for waiting it out you're up um (laughs) it's just not that easy so for those that may get an opportunity it would be prepare this is your time hopefully which is a little facetious but you would hope that everybody's preparing every week like they're going to play now you and i both know that that's a lofty goal but it's still a great goal to have Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and i think the 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 difference is is that they're going to have to give themselves a little bit of grace because if they are out there with the a group it's going to be moving a little bit quicker than the scout team Mm. or if you're in a compete period um you're not getting any reps if it's just eight good versus good if it's a's versus a's all day Mm
1: -hmm. you're really
0: only getting a little bit of work in skelly and maybe uh inside run and maybe a little bit of special teams yeah so um and I think you know being able to mentally be prepared for you're going to need your second and third win period it's just going to happen
1: Absolutely. The uh, speaking of A's versus A's and you got a week heading into this game, which what we've talked about, you know, not a playoff factor, but still a big, ge- still a football game. And then you go to Montreal. Will you change the the practice routine? Is this, is this uh, going to be a light week here or do you go heavy this week, light the next week?
0: Yeah, we're going to, uh, we'll be a little bit lighter than normal. Luke, yeah. we are we're going to go it's going to be somewhat in between a day three and a day one we're not going to go with a we'll be a lot closer to an hour and 20 minutes than we are to two hours for sure Mm -hmm. Um, so this will simulate more of a day three and we'll have one where we go about regular time and that'll be on day two Mm -hmm. and then because of the playoff shifting to sunday you're actually afforded a day zero if you're interested in something like that for your ball club but I could imagine that that would be light for us also Sure. Um, just because we're going to have quite a few starters that are going to play this week. And so, um, you know, right. every team's going to be in the same boat. I, I could guarantee you that, you know, I know that the fans' perspective is is to rest people and how could you. But I think if you watch league-wide, you're going to see that whether it's the Thai Cats or anybody else, because everything's all solidified across the league, they still have to play another game too. And I think what you're going to see is you're not going to see – you know, 15 changes per team, like, uh, the outside may anticipate.
1: Yeah. Speaking of fans coach, let's get to our fan question of the week. Remember you can send a question in for coach. O. we pick one every episode to ask, and you can send those to game day at TyCats.ca, and we may pick yours for next week's question. Coach this week is from Rob after watching the CFL for many years. It appears to me that there are an inordinate, a number of penalties called on special teams compared to other facets of the game. Number one, why are there seemingly so many penalties in the punting and kicking game? And number two, why are players not more careful in avoiding illegal blocks, holdings, no yards, etc.? That's from Rob. He says, thank you. And he is a Ticat fan residing in Montreal.
0: Well, we appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you, Rob, um, in Montreal. I think that's a fair question. And I wish I had the analytics in front of me to say that there has or has not been more penalties on special teams this year. I can tell you one penalty that's been is down this year is the no yards and I think the emphasis of it being a 15 yard penalty no matter what has really brought about a change there Um, when it comes to the return game I just think you're if you really watch the game you're allowed to do almost whatever you want on the line of scrimmage and now if that's grab hold now once you try to break away that's when the penalties are called and I just think everybody's different in that realm. And so what I'm trying to paint a picture for you is if you could picture a punt return where you're firing off on the line and grabbing the guy and then he tries to break free and he breaks outside of your frame. Um, some people know when to let go and some people hold on. And if you hold on and there's a jersey pull, um, it's going to get called. And it's kind of like the old adage that holding could probably be called on every offensive play at some point, And then some are called and some aren't. I think The quickest way I could answer it is what we try to talk about, Rob, is if you leave it in the ref's hands, it's going to be 50-50 at best. It's refed by human beings that make errors. And as much as I'm sure they want to keep their flag in the pocket, they still have to call a game that doesn't get out of control or you're going to get fights and all kind of other things. So I do think coaches do a decent job, Rob, of trying to prevent that. But ultimately, the coaches don't play. Uh, The players play And they just have to, it's different from team to team, understanding what a disadvantage it puts your team at uh, when you take those penalties consistently.
1: Yeah, that's great. And I agree, coach. No yards kill, just kill me. I mean, my blood pressure rises when I see no yards penalties because of when you take the field as a, as a receiver or quarterback or an offensive player, and you have to march back um, you know, you know, it's just, it's just so hard, hard to do that for those uh, return return game penalties and all of that. And um the other thing is that for every special teams play, the ball, the the especially in the punt game, you're going from an offensive player to a defensive player. So you're going from blocking to getting blocked, and in that exchange, I always thought it's just a it takes a lot of athleticism to do that without holding a jersey, you know, on either once on one side or the other. So mm-hmm. it is just a difficult uh, field to be in. But but Rob, I appreciate your question. Uh, fans remember game day at TyCats.ca. That's where you can send your questions in for Coach O. Uh, the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker is presented by Turkster Lumber. Check out the project coaches at Turkster Lumber. They can help with every part of your home reno from designing a deck to ordering a new front door. Learn more at TurksterLumber.com. And, of course, send your questions in for Coach O each week. We'll, Coach, we'll meet back up here uh, a week from today after you guys head to Ottawa and as you prepare for the playoffs. Uh, Coach, best of luck this week, and we're looking forward to uh, to the last game of the regular season.
0: Thanks, Luke. Appreciate it. Been an awesome season. So Thanks, far.
1: A yeah, lot right. more to go. <laughs> more episodes coming, guys. Everybody tune in. This will be an exciting there couple weeks go. here. Another episode of the Coach O show with Luke Tasker is in the books. Let us know your thoughts. Email us at game day at TieCats.ca. O and Luke are back next week to discuss the latest from the locker room. Subscribe to the Ty Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.